0: Hi, guys! What a good morning! That worship was awesome, man! When the Lord was just you know what? you can have a band, you can sing hymns, you know what a however, when you are worshiping the lord it 's just to him and um, we were just talking that he 's in everything, and i 'm just thinking man he 's in everything he 's in me, and I just was starting to look, and the Lord just kind of reminded me, um, we heard something yesterday and it said. We're going around too much as Christians, and we're supposed to be the light of the world. And we're running around putting sunglasses on people because we're so afraid that God's presence will offend them. You know, like, oh, if we do this, someone might not like, you know, that You know we use a projector. Or someone might not like that. You know, we believe in healing, and someone might not like that. We teach this part of the Bible. Someone might not like that. You know, I'm wearing jeans, they're black, but you know what I mean? And we start to put glasses, like, okay, when they're here, don't do this. Don't say this. And we begin to put glasses because we don't want people to see the presence of God because the presence of God is pretty amazing. And if it is falling on us because Jesus lives inside of us, how amazing is that? And I look, I grew up in a denominational thing, and I'm thinking, Lord, I was like always... (laughs) They were trying to put glasses on me. I didn't know what was going on. All I knew is the presence of God was on me. And so I would do things like raise my hands. I didn't know that was biblical. When I found that in the Bible, I'm like, well, no wonder everyone was crazy and slapping my hands down all the time. Like, I didn't know. It was just inside of me. And I was letting the light of the Holy Spirit, you know, shine in me. And I would do all these things. And people would think. You're really different and weird. And then as I grew and matured in God's word, I'm like, that's in God's word. See, I wasn't, you know, but people are like, put these glasses on because you look scary to people that want to feel comfortable. Yes, we should feel comfortable with the Lord, but we should feel uncomfortable in a point that we can still grow. So that's not even my word. That's just an extra. You're welcome. So we've been talking the last few weeks on unspoken conversations, you know, it's not always that often that God comes down, you know, person to person like that and, well, and speaks to you and says, you know, Jason, do this this way. You know, if he's doing that, you might want to miss, wonder where you missed the other, the other uh, things he was telling you along the way. So we were talking about how do you know the will of God? You know, it's easy for us to be like, I'll just pray the will of God over your life, Right? Because that's easy, because then if we're wrong, no one ever knows. We're just saying it's the will of God. I don't ever have to step out and then I'm like, oh, well, I was wrong, or it just hasn't happened yet, you know, because we just want to say, I'll just pray the will of God. That way you won't be mad at me. (laughs) You know, because what is the will of God? How can we know the will of God for every situation? There are certain, there is tons of things in His Word like we automatically know. That is the will of God. He says it. We don't have to pray, like, should we murder our neighbor? No, it's in here. You know, we do not need to pray if that's God's will, if we should do that, right? But then there's other things, like we talked about, like, you know, well, should I move here? You know, should I take this job? You know, all of these little things that's like, it doesn't say, Michelle, you need to go here on the 3rd of November and you need to take this job and, you know, things like that. It doesn't have your name specifically in there in that situation, but it's like, but God says, you can know my will. Um, we talked about how peace is one of those boundaries that he gives us. You know, we know his word is a boundary. It tells us, you know, what's going to help us, what's going to hurt us, how we move, how we mature. You know, we know that sin is kind of a boundary. When we get into that, you know, he's saying, don't go any further. And we talked about how peace is that, that kind of final boundary that's like, yeah, I, I should do this, but I don't have any peace about it. Or I shouldn't do this. Um, and we know that it is a gift from Christ. He said, my peace I give you. You don't have to work for it. You're not striving for it. He said, here, I'm going to give you the peace of me, and I am the prince of peace. So if I'm kind of the head guy of peace, here you go. Um, and he lets us know when we're going the right direction and we know the absence of peace. Even though it looks really good to everyone else, if there's not peace in it, we should probably go the other direction. Um, and it, he just, it just kind of directs us and moves us all differently. So we talked about, those are kind of the reviews. So today I'm going to talk about confidence. How many of you guys have been like, I'm trying to be led by peace and I keep going, the. I think it's peace and then I get one step in I'm thinking, yep, that wasn't peace, was it, Lord? No, not so much. You know, you might end up in four feet of mud, whatever, whatever. (laughs) You know, so how do I have confidence, you know, the first element is determining the will of God is confidence. The more sensitive we become to his presence, the more sensitive we become and more confident like that is how God would move, you know. Peace, the more peace we have, the more we recognize peace in our life, um, the more confident we'll become. The more we really understand God's nature, we're going to be able to recognize that peace when it's in our life and when it, God's kind of like, yep, I moved that peace for a reason so that you would know which way to go. Because when you know the nature of God, you're going to move in the nature of God. And if it's something that's not in His nature, you will immediately know that. We can abs- and we can always absolutely trust that he will complete his purpose in us. When you're thinking, I, the other day we were at um, a leadership conference yesterday and the day before. And I'm looking at all these people I'm like, Lord, how, what are we, how do we get? I have no idea like what you're doing with me, what you're doing with us, what is happening. In this, like, how do I move from here to here? And I'm like, and God just said, you know, I'm completing the purpose in you. It's okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right. Even though I don't feel like I'm there, because I shouldn't be there yet, you know, because I hope I have long life, so I still got a lot of years. So he's still completing the purpose he planned for me and for you and everybody here. Um, I'm going to read Philippians 1.6, and I'm going to read it in the voice translation. So if you're looking in there and you're thinking, these are way different words, but they kind of mean the same thing, that's what... It just was really neat. It says, I am confident that the Creator, who has begun such a great work among you, will not stop in mid-design, but He will keep perfecting you until the day Jesus the Anointed, our liberating King, returns to redeem this world. I love that. I don't know, when I read that, it was like, wow, He is not done with us. And He's okay if you have some messes to clean up. I mean, we all run into some messes sometimes. Some of them are little... Some of them are huge. He said, it's okay if there's some messes that you need to clean up because you're in mid-design. You know, you go to clean up. You ever go and you're like, I'm going to clean out that spare room. (laughs) If you come in an hour, if someone comes to visit you an hour into cleaning that room, it looks disastrous. It looks like a mess. It looks like you haven't done anything. It looks like you've went the opposite direction. (laughs) And, but then when you get it all done and the stuff is at Goodwill and, and everything's beautiful, you're like, wow. Because he's saying, okay, I understand right now it's a mess. We're working on where this stuff goes, what you need to keep, what you need to get rid of. You know, um, he said, we're just in that mid-design. It's not done yet. You haven't finished it yet. So let's just clean this up, keep going. I promise you it's going to look good at the end. Um, he's just not finished with it. It's he- confidence of having peace that he is leading you you know that when you're like I don't know what to do you say you know what but I know God is leading me I know God is with me he's guiding me he's directing me that's confidence it's not arrogance like I know everything about God I I feel like every time I go somewhere around someone who has you know like just mature my friend Sue she is 30 years ahead of me and sometimes I'm like she just knows everything she's so much better how does she do this you know and when I have other leaders and pastors and I'm like they just know so much and he's like you know what just have confidence that I'm leading you um it's not arrogance that I know it because I don't know everything but I can be confident that God gave me that word to share that God gave me the giftings and ability to do what I need to do and I don't, you know, I don't need to be like, I can do all this. But, you know, it's okay to say, yeah, I can do that. Christ gave me the ability to do that. And you can be confident. And like, people are like, are you sure he said quit your job and, you know, move halfway across the world? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure that's not having a midlife crisis? No, I'm sure that's what he said to me. And you can be confident in what he's speaking to you. You know. And we get to move freely about the kingdom of God, discovering and exploring who God is. He's saying, Go deeper, go deeper. Okay, this is what you learned when you were young. There's more. I look, I grew up in a denomination. Thank you to my parents. You know, I can honor them because what they taught me and there are amazing denominations. You know, they teach Jesus is Lord, He is the way to heaven that, you know, when you give your life to him, you are on your way to heaven and that we have a good, good God awesome great that is amazing i will honor every church you know everybody that does that because jesus is lord you know but i was very different god had a plan and I, but i can honor my parents that they instilled amazing things in me um and exploring you know there god was in this box and i only knew a few things about god jesus was always on the cross you know i learned that you know God was boring at first and then, you know, cause that's all I was, you know, I was a little kid, you know, and then I learned, wow, like all this, I started to learn all these stories of how God moved. So I learned like, you know, the basic stories that you learn about, you know, Moses and, and you learn about Abraham and, you know, Mary and, um, Jesus' birth and all this. So I learned like, wow, I'm discovering who God is, you know, and, And I'm so thankful that my parents were dedicated and committed to saying, we're going to go, we're going to teach you, you know what I mean? So I can honor them in some pretty amazing things, even though if there's areas that we disagree in or that we prefer, you know, a direction I prefer to go or a direction they prefer to go. So I have good parents that set a good foundation for me. Um, Because we get to explore who God is. And when I was a teenager, I, like, met God in a whole new way. And I was like, Whoa, this is amazing. I never experienced this. And every year I'm doing that because God's saying, keep exploring who I am. You know what? You can't fit everything I am inside here, okay? Because that means that you would have created me. If I could fit everything and know everything about God, then I would serve someone who is only as smart as me. And I was only an A student because I made a lot of cookies for teachers, okay? (laughs) Back then you could do that. Um, But I'm saying there's more. Explore who God is. The will of God is not a mystery. Sometimes we're like, oh God, God. It's, it's really relational. It seems like some people, they just continually make the good decision, the God decision over and over. You ever see those people and you think, man, you just are continually led by the Lord and it's just like good after good and when you're in the struggle, you're praising, how do you continually, and it's just because it's not a mystery, It's relational. The more time you spend with the Lord and you know who He is and what His nature is like, the easier it's going to be to understand Him. You know? Some of you I know really well. and like I, I know things about you. I know your likes. I know your dislikes. I know what to set you off, how to annoy you, how to make you feel loved. You know what I mean? Like, um, like when you ride in the car with me and you play the sign singing game that I made up, I know that that annoys my husband. <laughs> you know, I know that about him. So I try to play it with other people, but now I've taught enough people that he can't get away from it. If you haven't played that game, come ask me. It's awesome. But, you know, the more you understand, you know things about them because you spent time with them. You know what they like, you know what they don't. And the same with God. The more time you spend with him in prayer, and you get to know things about him. He's got a whole, he's got a, you know, autobiography right here. It's like, this is who I am. This is how I move. This is what I do. You know, this is what, how I feel about you. Um, so the more time you spend with him, the more you're going to be able to understand and immediately know like, yep, that is definitely the nature of God. He wants me to go this direction. Because God does not need to control us. He doesn't. He's God. If he really wanted to control us, he could make that choice. Um, He's not afraid of our broken spots. Sometimes we get afraid of people's broken spots, and we're like, I don't know how to do this, you know. Um, But he knows the only way change can come is to give you freedom to change. He's like, this is a big pasture, not a tightrope. He needs to give you freedom to walk. And sometimes we step over that fence, and he's like, okay, come back this direction. We abide, we trust in the peace, we continue even if the outcome is not what we had in mind or would prefer. How many of you guys think, this is what God is saying to me, and then it doesn't work out and something amazing comes along? It happened to me. I wanted to have another baby. So this was nine years ago. Nine years and like 20 days or something, I don't know, ago. Now I was like, oh, I want to have another baby, but I work in a juvenile detention facility where, <laughs> you know not really a safe place to be pregnant so I was like Lord you know like just bring another job and Matt was going to school and working part-time at that time because he was like I'm gonna I feel like the Lord's telling me to go to school so he's going to school and I was working full-time and I was like Lord just bring me a third shift job so like he can be with Layla because we already had one child um during the day and then you know like I'll be working third shift and I'll come home and I can sleep and and then you know so everything worked out so I had people praying you know I really feel like Lord wants to give me a third shift job so that I could you know get pregnant and this lady she grabbed me she said why don't we listen to the Lord and let let God tell us what what's better because something that you haven't even thought of God is going to do in your life and I was like okay I'm getting a third shift job well, my company went out of business. The awesome thing was I took all my vacation, and then the day after I put it all in, they went out of business. So I, was, I got all my vacation. So everyone else lost their vacation, and I was on vacation. So, well, I got pregnant. Like, while well, I was on vacation. You know, <laughs> things like that happen. Um, and I was like, oh, man, like, I don't have a job. Right now, at all, and I'm pregnant, and my pregnancy was really scary and crazy. And so, but Matt was working at Best Buy, and um, he was just working there part time and going to school part time. And this guy just walks in to him, never met him before, said, I want to give you a job, I want you to come work for me. And it's like, okay. And it was like 10 times what we were making, and I never went back to work until. Somebody dragged me into the preschool and said, we'd like to give you a job. And I said, well, I guess if you're handing it to me on a platter, I'll take it. Um, but I look and I'm thinking, I was thinking, third shift, this is how God is moving, this is the will of God. And God's like, okay, do you have any peace about that? I obviously didn't because I was freaking out because now I have no job. I just bought a house in May. I'm pregnant and I threw my back out. So I had my massage table and I was sleeping on my massage table. I couldn't move or walk. I have a two-year-old and he's working part-time going to school. My car broke down and I'm like... Not sure if this is your will, gosh. <laughs> but he also knew the trials and things I was gonna go through in my pregnancy and that I probably would have never been able to work. Those of you who know I was like sick, like it's like having the flu from five weeks until you give birth. So that's how sick I was um with that baby. So like he went through, everything was provided for and he's just like listened to me and you know, I just said, you know what? because Matt called me. He's like, should I take this? We don't even know this guy. It's just some guy that like walked into the store, like could be someone that doesn't even have a business. He's like, you know, and I'm like, you know what? And then that's when the piece came. And I said, yep, this is a job. So this guy calls and he's like, hey, is your husband? And he's talking to me and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm his new boss. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I don't know. So it was awesome because the piece fell. Like I was trying to get all these things in order but God's saying, just listen to where my pieces. is. All of that chaos, my piece isn't there. Listen, even though this is scary and you don't know this person and you don't know anything about their business even, just follow the piece, And the piece was there. We went. It was awesome. Lana is so beautiful. You should see her. She's nine, but she's still a baby. I try to hold her and rock her when she comes to visit me in the preschool. I tell all the kids, look at my baby. And they all say, that's not a baby. <laughs> so, you know, Sometimes it's not what we would prefer or what we think that the way God's going to move. But when we walk in the peace that Christ gave us, man, he moves us in ways. And everyone's thinking, what are you doing? (laughs) But then all of a sudden, it's just like, because you're like, this is awesome. It's going the right way. You know, and I think even now we're in that. Like, people just keep offering Matt jobs and different jobs and more money. and And it's like, okay, does he have a sign on him? I mean, like, he's had so many offers in the last month for, like, Double what we're making together. And I'm thinking, and then I'm like, no, you shouldn't take this job. I'm like, did I just say that? Are we sure? But, you know, God said, no, 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 I have a plan for you. You know, we know that God is directing us to lead in a spiritual way in this town. God is, you know, and it's like, this is what you need to do. All of that time spent, you know, this, this is where you need to be. And it's like, are you sure, Lord? He's, I'll take care of your needs. And he has above and beyond You know, get my ride out there. He takes care of me, you know, because you're, but you know, sometimes to other people, they look at us and they say, you turned down a hundred thousand dollars a year job. Are you, what is wrong with you? But the awesome thing we get is an awesome marriage, time, our kids love us. We get to spend time with the Lord. We get to be with all your beautiful faces, you know, we get to serve God, which brings us. So much joy instead of going to work and being like, "Give me eight cups of coffee because I can't stand being here, you know, and you know he does work a full time job you know right now, um and that's where God but it gives him the freedom to move about, so it's really neat how god we think. People look at you and think, that can't be the will of God, you know, because they don't understand the presence of God. They look at material things or they look, you know, what the world would do. And God's like, I don't do what the world would do. I created the world. I have my own way, the own, the own way I move, the own direction, my own direction I go. You know, the will of God then becomes something that we don't have to look for. You know, I mean, there's times where it's like, I have to pray because I'm not really hearing correctly or my emotions are coming through. But we don't have to sit there for years and years. I don't have to be like 10 years, you know, oh, Lord, when, oh, how, you know what I mean? I couldn't be assured that it's coming, you know? Someone gives me a prophetic word and people are like, oh, it didn't come to pass. It must not be true. Well, it's not true yet. (laughs) You know, like I always think, every time someone has given me a word, it's been about two years out. And I'm like... Now that i figured that out, it's relieved a lot of stress for me. But at first I'm like, you know, it's been like three minutes, and this hasn't happened. must not be the will of God. No, I'm just not very patient in that part. Um, but something we don't have to look for. He's always communicating with us. He's always leading us in little things and big things. And he's going to lead you in the little things because the things that are important to you are important to him. Like a parent, you know, people think, oh, that's not a big deal that they can, you know, tie their shoes. But his parents were like, oh, you can tie your shoes. Good job. You are amazing. You are above everything. You are so smart. You know, and people are like, I do that every day. No one sits there going, good job, Sarah, you tied your shoes. You know what I mean? But God's like that with us. He's like, that's awesome. You learn this little thing because the next thing next thing's going to be a little bigger and the next thing's going to be a little bigger. And so he, he basically brings you through and he's communicating it's not that tightrope where it's like if i mess up i'm getting grounded god is not like that he's not that parent that just wants to put down punishment he did away with punishment you know on the cross there is correction you know there is consequences you know for our actions but god doesn't punish us he loves us and sometimes he's not this tightrope that i got to stay on and say oh my gosh I can't do anything wrong. I'm not going to move anywhere. I'm just not even going to move because I just don't want it to be the wrong thing. And sometimes God's like, can you just move? At least then we can do something. And if it goes the wrong way, it can put you. It's not this tightrope. It's this big open. He's like, there's freedom. There's freedom in the cross. We get to choose. We move about. And he's like, you're learning about my word. You're discovering. You know, like kids, you know, how do you learn to ride a bike? You got to get on it first. And you probably are going to fall. And he's saying, but you you keep going. Discover how to get your balance, how to keep moving your feet. He's saying, the more time you spend with me, the more Christ-like you're going to look because you're going to know who I am in the nature. You know, he wants to talk about everything with us. There was this country song a long time ago. (laughs) I was When I was preparing this message, I thought about, you know, God, you know, we think, oh, he only, that's too little. He doesn't really care about that. And the song was like, um, we talk about your eyes, we talk about your thighs, we talk about the guys, the one you idolize. <laughs> and it to, we talk about your, your makeup, and it just keeps going on about every little, little teeny thing. And I'm thinking, God's kind of like that with us. Like sometimes I'm just like, God, I'm just sad, or I'm just really happy, or God, this person's really annoying me. And then he says but I created them and he can start showing me this is what I really like about them. And I'm like, well, I wanted to stay here and not like them. <laughs> and then you have to show me like these great things about them because he's like all the little things he wants to share with us. And he wants us, you know, it says, Jesus, when we are singing that song, it says, Jesus, you're in everything. You're in everything. And I'm thinking, that's right. So if he's in everything, then we can go to him and get the wisdom for every situation, little or big. When we seem to be struggling to hear, probably none of you guys, you guys are amazing, right? You know? Sometimes it's like struggling to hear, you're like, I don't know if this is God. I don't know if this is right or wrong. It kind of feels like it's right, but then like people are telling me it's wrong, and and or your people are telling you it's right, and you're feeling, uh, and we're just struggling, we feel like I can just never hear from God. I'm just, you know, if you get, has anyone had that season of like emotional mess, and you cannot oh my gosh, and I'm just crying all the time, and I'm just like, I can't hear from God. And he's like, well, that's because you're a really loud crier, <laughs> and I'm talking to you, but you can't. No, he said, when you're struggling to hear, you may just need an upgrade in dwelling with the Lord. We just need that extra time with him. You know, when you take that extra time seeing his word, seeing his nature, Watching how faithful he is and how unpredictable he is. We talked about that he's really consistent. His nature is consistent. He doesn't change. Who he is doesn't change. But how he does things are always different. We talked about, you know, if you pick up mud from the ground and go rub it on every blind person's eyes, they might arrest you. Um, You know, you can't do that. But Jesus, they did that. But then the next time, he does something different, and then he does something different. And, and, you know, he's like, I want people to see I'm God, so I say, drench this, you know, in water, and then I'm going to start it on fire. You know, he does, it's never the same. You know what I mean? He does things so differently in every situation, and you're thinking, but he did it this way last time. He's like, oh, but I'm doing it this way. My nature is still the same. The result is still the same. But I like to do things, you know, he's not... He doesn't, every time they came into a problem, he didn't part every ocean. You know what I mean? Every sea. Sometimes he had different things. Sometimes they walked around a wall, you know, and things like that. He is very consistent in his nature, but he's very unpredictable how he is and how he does things. So you can see that he can be completely specific to you, and you can be confident that he's going to speak specifically to you about your situation or the direction you need to go because he's really specific and like he says he knows the hairs on our head and if you guys know my hairs are always falling out so he's got to be really good at counting because they're growing and kind of so it's like he knows the hairs on our head he's very specific and he knows exactly what's going on in your life and situation he's saying hey you want to partner with me let's let's do this together you know listen to me know that i'm going to move know my nature so that's why it's always different. Like you're thinking, well, this happened for them. I need a new car. Or, you know, and I did not get a car free and paying for it. He just gave me wisdom on how to do it and and to just ask the guy for a price that was outrageously low. And the guy said, yeah, I want to give that to you. I was like, of course you do, because God had a way. You know, but then you might be, it might be, you know, someone may say, hey, you know, I want to fix your car. Or it could be anything. He can move in the same you may have the same need, and he may move differently. Um, and it's just knowing the piece. Like, for me, I was like, nope, that's the piece." And Matt's like, you sure that's the piece?" Because that's kind of, like, almost rude to just ask him to, like, pay for the taxes and pay for this, and he's going to give you this price. I'm like, no, it's not going to be rude. Like, I just had peace about it. And I just walked in there and said, can you just give me this for this price, and you, can you do all this and get me that percentage rate, okay? And he was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So, you know, I just had confidence that God already told me that. Now, why would I do that anywhere? No. I had to wait. I, I listened to where the peace was. You know, Scripture is his written voice. It's amazing. When you read that, it is so awesome. You know, it's this boundary that creates value in us. It matures us. It grows us. It gives us worth. And peace is that gift from Christ that he gave us. is like that compass of each step we need to take. To the left, to the right, to the front, to the back. Okay. Maybe that's the cha cha slide, but, um, but he does. You know, that piece is like, okay, I kind of I know where God wants me because his word says that. I know how he feels about me, but those little moments, that piece is like that compass that tells you, you know, one step to the left, now go straight for a while, um, and where we need to take it. Because God's unspoken conversations give us freedom to experience him in our lives in ways we never thought possible. When we're living on that tightrope, it's really hard to stay there. That's why people fall off and they walk away. Or they put the sunglasses on so that people don't see their light anymore because they don't really want to shine because they're afraid if people are looking at them, they're going to fall off that tightrope. You know, it's not like that. You know, we live in freedom. And we're going to get good at knowing God's will by knowing His nature. The more you see His nature, the more you see who he is, man. you're going to be able to get good at knowing his will for your life. His relationship with you is always leading you towards freedom and keep walking in the peace of Christ. That's where he's going to lead you. It's going to lead you in freedom. He wants you to make choices because he knows when you see his presence and his glory, you are going to choose him. So let's pray.